If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. hump day to everyone in the sports universe it is march the 30th 2022 this is the am drive on swan sports and we are live for aaron crouch i am michael carbellos saying aaron what's going on it's a happy hump day here over in vegas uh, we got a lot of rain last night but uh, no matter uh we're doing great and how are you sir i'm doing good i'm a little bit tired but i'm good it's Middle of the week, back to work for me. Uh, yeah, I got one more day off. Going to play some golf. Hopefully this weather holds up. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm back to work on Thursday. So I feel I feel you. Hopefully it won't be like a few weeks ago when it rained out the one tournament. Oh, the players. Yeah, no. that uh, We don't, unfortunately, have thunderstorms like that Uh like they do in Florida, but we do get some rain here. Uh, ironically, despite the fact that it's a desert, we do get some pretty bad storms from time to time. Oh, well then. Aaron, if you run a podcast or a small business, it's hard spreading the word because friends want to check it out, but will they? Not usually. Got that right. It's time to help them and help yourself grow your brand with Popple, P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off your order, set up your links, and share. People you share with actually don't even need a Popple, so it makes it that much easier. But again, when you get your Popple in keychain, pop socket, even credit card form, enter that code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off on popl.co or go to mikeandarendrive.com and click the Popple logo, but AM Drive is the key for that discount. Final four week continues. Yesterday we talked about Duke, and obviously Coach K is the thing. And the, we're talking today about the team that they're going to face, their rival, North Krakalaka, the Tar Heels, mm-hmm. the Tobacco Road friends, if you will. And North Carolina this season is been kind of down, but then been kind of up. They lost to Purdue, Beck's Boilermakers, Kentucky, and Tennessee, but they did beat Duke, but they only won one game in the ACC tournament. However, Aaron, to get to this point, they beat Marquette, Baylor, a very good Baylor team, UCLA, and absolutely destroyed the St. Peter Cinderella run. What is your thoughts on, on North Carolina this year? So... North Carolina is clearly, talent-wise, the worst team on paper here going into the Final Four. You know, I understand how they've played. That's fine. Villanova has lost some players. We know that. So you can take that with a grain of salt. But if all things being equal, they were the worst team to come in to this Final Four week. However, they're playing with house money right now. No one expects them to win. They're going up against Coach K. They're going up against Coach K in his swan song, in his finale. We're writing a script that only Hollywood would really love. I mean, they took down the Cinderella St. Peter's, which everyone else was, you know, if you weren't rooting for the North Carolina matchup, you were rooting for St. Peter's to do some damage, especially maybe even take Coach K out of the, out of the tournament, which let's be honest, probably wasn't going to happen here. But, uh, you know, the question really I have is anyone rooting for North Carolina? Can't be. Not with not with Coach K and Duke on the other side. Now, I'm not a Duke fan. And to be honest, if I had to pick one, I us- I traditionally grew up really liking Carolina because oh. of like Vince Carter, Jerry Stackhouse, wow. Sheet Wallace. Like again, I don't I don't have any like super big interest in the in the in the rivalry, but the Carolina Blue is like a staple of sports. Like, you know, they have so much writing on their plate, but even myself, like, you just want to see this Coach K magical ride. Now, I want to see Coach K lose to Kansas for oh, financial financial purposes for myself. But as of right now, you got to think that nobody's really rooting for North Carolina. At all. Right. And 
they've actually speaking of house money. How about guard Caleb Love, who's kind of had an up and down year? Now he didn't shoot a abysmal thirty seven percent from the field this year as, as a guard. That's just not. It's not, not great. Done. Yeah. But um, when you score twenty three against Marquette, thirty against UCLA, you I mean those are pretty good wins. I mean they they control those teams. Now when he scored five against Baylor though. Went to overtime, and they probably could have beat him more so if he scored more than five. But yeah, you look at you look at this thing. You have Caleb Love, and they not only do they have Caleb Love that can put the thing in the thing, but they just got everybody who can take over a game. Caleb Love, thirty points in the Sweet Sixteen. R.J. Davis, thirty points against Baylor in the second round. Then you have Armando Bacot. If it's Bacot or Bacot, I don't know how you say it, but twenty points, twenty-two rebounds against St. Peter's in the Elite Eight. And then of course the Bill Walton. Doppelganger himself, Mr. Brady Manick, big, tall, lanky, white guy, 28 points against Marquette in the first round. So they have guys who can really take over games. I mean, these are point totals that don't really uh, materialize a ton in college basketball. So they've got guys who can play the perimeter, who can take over the game. Uh, But yes, you know, 37% uh, for the season, he's going to have to turn it on. And so far they have. I mean, they're not great behind the arc. So, you know, like I said, nothing really points to them being the best team or being the champions, but hey, they're here and they would love nothing more than to be the ones to spoil Coach K. I mean, come on, how does this not develop the rivalry even further? And to me, it's the biggest rivalry in college basketball. I don't think you can argue another one unless you're like a super fan of that team. I don't think you can argue. And the fact that you have like the house money like you talked about, and then you have players who no doubt choose North Carolina over Duke. Like they know that Coach K is there, but then they they choose North Carolina. Right. Whether it be for one year, whether it be for four years, those guys know about the rivalry because they chose North Carolina. Sure. Of course they know about the rivalry. I mean, you play college you play basketball growing up, you know about the Duke and North Carolina rivalry. It's had, you know, great players on all sides from Leitner and and Grant Hill all the way to Zion for Duke. And then you Children have like I said, Michael Jordan all the way now to, I mean, who's the most recent uh, off the top of my head? You know, you have like, um, you know, Ty Lawson and guys like that. I don't, I mean, Tyler Hansbrough is probably the last one I remember really coming out of North Carolina. Um, But here's something that came up yesterday that I was talking to to a friend at work about is, you know, all the pressure is on this Duke class. You're the last class that Coach K is going to coach. And you're here in the Final Four. Could you imagine being the class that just couldn't get it done for Coach K right mm-hmm. at the end there? How much pressure do you think there is there is on that? Now, maybe nobody's told them that or they haven't thought about that, but I can't imagine that that hasn't gone through their minds. I'm well, the last class to Coach K. K. He said I'm their favorite. They, they said, he, he said that we're their favorite, which whatever, coaches say that all the time. But, I mean, this is not a class of – I know Pablo uh, Paolo Benchero could probably go number one, but let's not – Let's not pretend like we have, you know, budding superstars in the mix like, you know, like Zion Williamson and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think that's an unadded or an added sense of pressure that maybe a lot of people don't think about right now. And North Carolina doesn't have the pressure. And like I said, it could be fueling uh, North Carolina in in a rivalry here that that means more, uh, you know, means who does it mean more to? You know, does it mean more to Duke to get that one for Coach K or does it mean more for North Carolina to be the ones to to ruin his home finale and ruin his last season. Come on now. Oh, I, if I'm North Carolina players, I I'm talking all the the entire game. Especially if we start going up early, I'm talking. I'm yeah, chirping. I'm I'm talking to them on the bench and saying, "Yeah, we here." I can dig it. I like their team. I mean, when you got a guy, when you got guys named Leaky Black oh, and man. Puff Puff Johnson, I'm all in. Puff Johnson, baby. I'm all in, man. I am all I'll in. My nickname, good lord. Yeah, Puff Carvelis. There you go. Right. I like the name Puff. Actually, I want to name my kid Puff. Yeah, picked on, but you get it. Um, I'll tell you another thing about this North Carolina team is um, the fact that you saw like, you know multiple guys can step up. We may just have some dude just get drafted just because he beat the snot out of Duke and lit it up from three or something like that. We best sure. best, we have I bet you Coach K has no idea who they're gonna throw at him this Saturday. I think they're gonna throw that lineup, that perimeter lineup, because 
you look at guys like Brady Manning, tall guys, being able to play the perimeter, like Hubert Davis has a different style of basketball than what's traditionally known at North Carolina with Roy Williams, you know, and Dean Smith and, and, and the likes, et cetera. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think Coach K won't be ready for that. It's all it's all a matter of just I think this game's going to be close. We talked about it. I think the line was four. Uh, you and I are on action on this game, so it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a, a great game, an interesting game, uh, although I think both will. Uh, this will be the one where most of the eyeballs are on. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, I, if we watch one game this weekend, it's that one. 100%. When we come back, we're talking about the new NFL playoff overtime rules. Also, Chiefs, the state of Kansas Chiefs. Doesn't even make sense when you think about it. And Judge Goodell back on his bull jive. Be right back to the AM drive. On Swan Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back to Hump Day here at the AM Drive, presented by 12 Ounce Sports. And we are sponsored by Fanatics right there. You can see it right above my head. If you are looking for the best in sports gear for any team, any league, with daily deals like 60% off and free shipping, then you've got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Mike? Click the F. And when you click that F, it takes you right into the Fanatics website, and you can have anything you want just by... Click add to cart, click add to cart, click add to cart, click add to cart. I know you love that. Just by click add to carting and purchasing. And when you purchase everything you purchase from Fanatics, it helps out the AM drive tremendously. And for that, we thank you. All righty. There's some new playoff, Lord, new overtime rules. But the catch is it's going to be in the playoffs. Whoa. Um, so basically, you nailed it. <laughs> shout out to my Colts and the Eagles, who apparently 
helped fuel this whole thing. And as great as the, uh, I, I I get it. Like people, obviously after Josh Allen didn't get a chance to touch the ball, near to Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady, I understand people are a little bit sour. But there's a little thing called defense that no one likes to talk about. It's part of an NFL game as well. And if you don't got one, Buffalo, that's what happens. You lose. The funny Loser. thing is they did. They had the number one defense. No, that's that. Prior to that game, yes, they did. Here's what sucks, though. I ask you, do you love it or you hate it, Aaron? I know exactly where I'm going with this. You can already tell. What about you, Aaron? So let me first preface this by saying I'm in the camp of I think it should be a full period. 15-minute period, overtime should just be a full full quarter. No offense to uh, I don't know where it would be offending period. them. Okay. Let's 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 put the lid on that one. No, um, no, so that's my first aspect is that it should be a full 15-minute quarter. However, you're right. I mean, this is what we have. We keep just moving goalposts to give everyone a participation trophy. You had four full quarters. And yes, I understand a coin toss, but you had a full possession that just you had the ability to stop them. You had the ability. You were, especially if we're talking specifically about the Buffalo and Kansas City game, you were up late in the game. You let them score a touchdown with 13 seconds left. That was incredible, let, by the way. You let them go all the way down the field. I'm sorry, kick a field goal, not score a touchdown. You let them go all the way down the field and kick a field goal with 13 seconds left. I can't help you. I'm sorry. No. And I'm going to throw a dig out here. I'm sorry, Indianapolis Colts. Why do you worry about the overtime rules? When you don't get to the playoffs anyways. Beats me for crying in the sink. I have no idea. What are we doing here? I am just so tired of, oh, if my team can't win within the rules, I've got to move the goalposts and change them. So, again, I'm I'm still in the camp that it should be a full 15-minute quarter. But uh, I'm not in love with – I'm not in love with this. Like, I understand that, you know, we have a, a, a small sample size of 7 of 12 overtime games in the postseason since 2010 have won, been won on the opening possession. Who cares? Win the coin toss or make the stop? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, here we are. We're going to get this. We'll, we'll probably all forget about it, you know, later, you know. Forget about it, you know, in terms of it'll just become part of our routine now. That's that's football. But, I mean, if you look at the bigger sample size, since 2012 in the regular season, teams winning the coin toss have won 50% of the time. Boom. Perfect. 50% of the time. That means you win some, you lose some. <laughs> I mean, so, are you not trying to implement a rule that does exactly that? <laughs> if we're going to do sudden death, I, I don't want I don't want to flirt with sudden death. Because the fact here is that you had a chance in overtime to stop your opponent. And you didn't do it. You lost. Right. Well, now you, now you get a chance again. And I'm going to tell you a tweet from Samur Ali. I actually retweeted on our Twitter page at okay. Drive TV. Um, for the record, I hate the NFL OT, OT rule change. If you want to win the game, simply make a bleeping stop. You don't deserve a possession to match the opponent. Make a stop. Now, the Tennessee Titans promotion or uh, proposal, I think, could have gained some water. I would have been, I would have been interested in that one. Uh, do you, are you familiar with that one? Not really. So the Tennessee Titans had a proposal that says you can win on the opening possession if you score a touchdown and decide to go for a two-point conversion. I, actually, you, yeah, I did love that. If that you was... decide to kick the extra point, the other team would get an opportunity. I kind of that. almost like, I, if I'm going to change the rule, I kind of like that. Hey, give me a chance to say, hey, look, this is a sudden death quarter if i want to go for two fantastic and if i go for two and miss now the other team can go down score a touchdown kick an extra point and win the and win the game um uh, as a traditional as a traditional underbetter, i would hate this proposal but my proposal is to go to the college rules you know start from the 25 you got to score points and, and you just you know why would you not want to implement something that puts more points on the board if you're the nfl do you think betting kind of had a play here uh, I understand what. I mean, it always does. I mean, there's nothing that that gets done that's not, you know, considering it. But I don't think they're going to admit that. They're not going to say, "Well, we took they took the gambling aspect into account here." What makes me <laughs> right? What makes me sick though is that we literally succumb to pressure just because Bills Mafia want us to. Like I, I, I was in the camp, but Patrick Mahomes didn't get a chance. 
But the more I looked at it, it was like, you know, it really doesn't matter. You had four quarters to stop them. You couldn't do it. Yeah, 13 seconds to stop them. Cry, cry me a river and get over it. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I just every time we get something that people don't like, we're just moving the goalpost in in you know in and in further. And it's just, I mean, come on, where do we stop here? And the fact that it's sudden death, and you now you want to give an extra sudden death, just it takes away the, the thrill of it all. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get to a point where it's like, oh well. You know, oh, you know, the the defense hit you too hard. You know, we're gonna give you a fifth down. Are we changing? How many rules are we changing here at this point? Like, yeah, and then play play in the playoffs, I hate. I hate the fact that you can still tie in the regular season, so you still have that elephant in the room. But during the playoff game that we have again, if, if the Bills and Chiefs playoff game is ever matched again, darn that game, right? Oh, come on, guys. That's to what we're me, going I, for here. I just don't understand why we don't want more football and playing full periods. If you're tired again after another period, boom, double over. You're tired. But I love, I love the people that talk about the players' safety. Dude, it's the playoffs. Get over it. Play a full well, quarter. It's the playoff, but we also just added two more games or one more game. That's true. We also too. just added one more game. We're probably going to add another game. We didn't add a bye week. Like, you can't tell players me this. seem pretty okay with that, too. Screw player safety, man. You go to a job, you you get paid handsomely to play a, play a child sport. Give them another bye week if you're really that concerned about player safety. I don't care. State of Kansas Chiefs. That doesn't even sound right. Um, because KC apparently is could possibly, I don't want to say lose their team, although I put in the graphic. Aaron, they can kind of like be relocated without being renamed. Um, I there was some tweets by a guy who was um I'm sure you have it in front of you more than so on because I'm, I'm, I got to click on it. But no, it's just I don't know if I like this too much. But I was reading some people. Uh, Chief President Mark Donovan, when asked yesterday morning about potential new stadium options, said the team has considered options in the state of Kansas. <sighs> big, big guy, big elephant there. They like Arrowhead and the legacy of Lamar Hunt Stadium, but have been pitched by Kansas developers on a bunch of options. So, so, Mike, I'm going to ask you a question here because I want to make sure that we're still on the same page here. Uh-oh. You do know that there are two Kansas cities, right? Yes, I learned that about six, seven years ago. You do know that one is one is in Kansas and one is in Missouri, correct? Yeah, Missouri. And you do know that the current Arrowhead Stadium is in Missouri, correct? Yeah, 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 I knew that. I was you're confused. I got you. I got you. Okay, so let's not get too crazy. The state of Kansas Chiefs. They're still gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs. The land that they're looking for is just on the Kansas side of Kansas City. It's not like they're gonna move to Topeka. I mean, let's not get right. ridiculous here. So I don't see how anyone outside of this city really cares. You move, you know, the, the San Francisco 49ers play at an hour away from San Francisco. You know, we all talked about it for 20 minutes and then we moved on. Like, the Kansas City Chiefs are still going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. They're still going to be in Kansas City. They just may be in the Kansas part of Kansas City. And that's really all I have to say about that because I don't care. Build your stadium wherever you want. I'm not paying for it, so what do I care? It's not like they're going to move to, you know, Manhattan, Kansas and or Lawrence. They're not going to move out to Lawrence, Kansas and, and partner with the with the Jayhawks, you know. It's... They're going to be in Kansas City, so let's just uh, – this is kind of a not a, a nothing. Now, to people you, in you Missouri – You seen this tweet. I did not see that tweet. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but it's 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 what it is. It's The problem is, is that so many people are used to Arrowhead Stadium being where it is, being an icon, being, you know, such a, such a part of the NFL. But as a person who loves old ballparks, especially like Fenway and Wrigley and, and Yankee Stadium, the old Yankee Stadium, this one I just don't care about. I really don't. Wow. I don't. I've never been to Arrowhead. I've, I've. It's not on my bucket list. So you know, build it wherever you want. What it's do I care? It's really loud, though. It is really loud, but you you can build something just like that. Go build yourself a dome stadium, and you can be as loud as you want when you the implement the would be nice. artificial noise. And Patrick Mahomes, hey, good time to build it. Hmm. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, I can understand the, the, the Missouri Kansas city fans or people who live close to where Arrowhead is positioned now, because it's right next to the Royal stadium. It's a nice little complex. I've driven by it. I've, I've seen Arrowhead. I've never been inside. Um, but yeah, for me, you do what you want. Like we got over the whole fact that like the, the 49ers play in Santa Clara 
the Dallas Cowboys don't play in Dallas. I mean, really? this isn't this isn't anything new. They play in Arlington, which is south of Dallas. Like a lot of these teams don't play where you know they're the New York Giants and the New York Jets. Hmm. Well, yeah, the New York Giants and Jets play in Jersey. They the I mean, yep. they used to be the Phoenix Cardinals, but they don't play in Phoenix. I mean, like, you just it, it's just, it's just a big nothing for me. Fair enough. Judge Goodell, quarters in session. We're back at it again. <laughs> oh Lord, you, you know this was we we've been teasing this, but I was I wasn't ready for this. I I have to admit, um, because after the criminal charges were dropped, Mister Goodell has a little personal conduct policy. Where he just Sean Watson could still be suspended. I'd like to know why do players have to go to a second court? The first one says you didn't do anything. So does Goodell believe the girls in the, in the laws didn't? I don't understand this. I've never understood this about Judge about about Roger Goodell. Never understood it. The court of Roger Goodell doesn't necessarily have to take a look at whether or not he was charged criminally. The court of Roger Goodell has to take a look at whether or not what you did or didn't do or all of the media attention is bad for the Shield. That's and sad. that's... Mm, if you some, wouldn't do anything, well, think about that. In some cases, yes. But in in 22 instances... Uh, in 22 civil lawsuits, I think there's enough smoke to think that there's some fire there. And there's enough smoke that, that they didn't, that Deshaun Watson didn't play last year. The Houston Texans basically said, here's a check, go away. Because we talked about that. We said, why are the Houston Texans not sticking Deshaun Watson out there? Clearly, there was enough smoke there that they said, we don't want you to play because your presence on the field is bad for the Shield. For a PR, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so the same thing has happened with guys like Pac-Man Jones uh, you know, when he had his run-ins with the law, although he was never formally even charged with anything, but it seemed like he was always wrong place, wrong time, very consistently. And whether I agree with this or not, I understand why uh, Roger Goodell does these things, because the 32 owners that he works for want their their shield squeaky clean. Now, they do a good enough job themselves of, of really tarnishing it as well jerry jones having illegitimate kids uh, <laughs> you know other things stan Kroenke disrespecting the city of st louis they do their own but they're the owners and in the words of the immortal rafiki from the lion king it's good to be the king so they don't care the they don't care about the owners and their, their rafiki, i love it their tarnishing of the image of the shield so for me, I'm fully okay if Deshaun Watson. In fact, the Browns have even planned for Deshaun Watson to get suspended. That's why they did this wacky ass contract that where he basically gets all his money up front. So honestly, if I'm Goodell and I really want to stick it to Deshaun Watson and I really want to make a point, suspending him may not be the best thing or the only thing that you should do. You should hit him with a hefty fine because suspending him doesn't hurt him. It hurts the Browns, but suspending him doesn't hurt him in the pockets. He's making the league minimum in terms of his base salary. So you're suspending him game checks that are league minimum. He's not getting anything taken out of his pocket, you know, with in terms of something that's going to hurt him. He's going to get all that money up front. So you're really not hurt. You're actually just giving Deshaun Watson more bye weeks. And actually, it may end up, depending on how Jacoby Brissett can play, may end up being a benefit to the Browns. So I think you hit him with a healthy fine. Stop with your Jacoby Brissett stuff. Just stop it. I'm just saying, if Jacoby Brissett can lead them to like three and three through six game suspension, I mean, whatever, you know. Fair. My my point is that like you know they're giving Deshaun even more time to get ready to play with this team. Like I think you got to hit him in the pockets, and I think that uh, it's got to be if it's not a suspension or if it's a suspension and a and a large fine. Oh, could be a million dollars. That's what I'm talking about. Million dollar fine. I wouldn't shock me if he got a million dollar fine and suspended four to six games. Imagine having that much power to say, "Well, they didn't charge you, but you know, we want this thing." I get it. Any company can do that. I just don't like it. It just smells. I don't. I think it's hypocritical. Yeah. In terms of because, you know, we don't suspend like, like kids like Jim Ursay. You know, Jim Ursay had a yeah. huge drinking problem. You know, he okay, you can you can 
not be around the facility for one for one game. Okay, cool. Whatever. Like it's it's a rules for thee, not for me kind of league, but you know, you can't let these things slide like having you know, Aaron Hernandez murder people or, you know, that Deshaun Watson allegedly sexually assault women. Like, you can't just let this stuff happen. Like, Ray Rice. I mean, think about the Ray Rice situation. Like, remember how light Roger Goodell was when Ray until Rice... Until the video? Until the video came out. So, it's... <sighs> it's not that. consistent. It's not... Uh, like, I'm curious to see more so... With what happens with Deshaun Watson, but also what happens with Dan Snyder, because he's still under investigation right now and may lose his team. Right. That's bad. So we'll have to see, because that's also allegations of sexual like misconduct. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm not letting Deshaun Watson off the hook, but at the same time, you also have to keep an eye on on Roger Goodell's bosses. What's Roger Goodell going to do? It's not He can't suspend. You know, He can't uh, kick Dan Snyder off the team. The other owners can, but... You know, Roger Goodell's hands are tied in some aspects, but not a, not with the players. So much they like him. So much they like Dan Steiner. We're going to find out quick. <laughs> well, it's true. We will find out quick. Click the app on MikeAndAaronDrive.com and you can shop at Fanatics. When we come back, it's the final. Yes, good. It's the final eight teams, the division winners. Is it possible they have a biggest need? We'll tell you on the side of the AM Drive. We'll be right back. Wild Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.twelvonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelvonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, welcome back here to the Wednesday AM Drive on 12 Ounce Sports, and we are presented by Sling TV. It's very simple. If you want to get all the channels that you want with none of the channels you don't want, you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Sling TV logo. Uh, New users will get $25 off of their first month 
once you but you got to use Mike and Aaron Drive.com. Click the Sling TV logo so you can become a slinger just like Mike today. Slinger, it's hump day, Aaron, not Wednesday. Shame on you. Okay, sorry. Welcome back to this hump day edition there of the go. AM Drive presented by Sling TV. You can go to Mike and Aaron Drive. Did, did I do it right? Yes. Thanks, buddy. Let's still rub it in. Um, the final eight NFL team's biggest pre-draft needs. What's wrong with you? There was a joke there, but I chose to let it go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, it's, these are division winners, obviously. Now Aaron has frozen me. Um, I'm kidding. So, biggest needs for the NFC North division champions, the Packers. I'll go first here. The offensive line needs help. But wide receiver is is I mean, good God. I mean, who 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 who's Aaron Rodgers going to throw to next year? Is old buddy Randall Cobb? Randall Cobb might be in a wheelchair by the time his next season is over. We're going to go wide receiver for the Packers for me. Yeah, so I looked. Uh, I really tried hard to look at anything that wasn't low hanging fruit. Obviously, like the wide receiver. You know, you could argue, like you said, uh, beefing up the offensive line. Sure, absolutely, you can definitely do that. Uh, the defense has taken a couple of hits, but they really overall seem like a pretty good unit. Kenny Clark up front. You have the other Smith bo- brother. Uh, he's not a brother, Sean but Gary. yeah. Uh, you have Rashawn Gary, Stokes, Alexander Savage, and Amos in the back. It's got to be a receiver. I mean, if Alan, you're going in with Alan Lazard as your number one, I understand they're going to want Aaron Jones to probably catch the ball more out of the backfield, but you can't be going into, into, the, into the season with Alan Lazard as wide receiver number one. You just have to. Uh, like this one is the biggest slam dunk. I know the year they drafted Jordan Love, they said they need wide receiver help, but this year is the <laughs> biggest slam dunk for them in terms of we've got to take a receiver this year, this draft, or figure out a way to get Julio here, or figure out a way to get Jarvis Landry here, or even both. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Aaron said it first. Easy, buddy. Easy, pal. They also have a kid named Rasheel Douglas who was like a really big, like a ball, wasn't that a ball hawk guy? Yeah, he's, a good corner. he's a good secondary, yeah. All right. Biggest needs for Aaron's Buccaneers. Aaron, why don't you go first here? So the Buccaneers, I looked up and down the lineup. Uh, initial thoughts was probably tight ends because Gronk and O.J. Howard are gone. I like Cameron Brait, uh, but, uh, you know, he's not Gronk. So if you're looking to replace a oh, Hall God. of Famer, you probably need to look at tight end. But I actually ultimately went with um, – I ultimately, ugh, I ultimately went with the uh, offensive line here. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the offensive line is one of the best with Tristan Wirfs, Ryan Jensen, Shaq Mason all on the right side. But Donovan Smith's getting older. Um, I know that uh, Alex Kappa has left and yep. uh, Ali Marpet has left. So I think offensive line for me, keeping Tom Brady upright, because I don't know if you know this, Mike, but he's going to be 45 this year. Whoa! <laughs> no way. I don't know if anyone's told you uh, that he will be forty-five, but yeah, he uh, he uh, he needs to stand upright. Otherwise, it's a long season. So I thought uh, protecting his blind side, maybe uh, getting some depth behind John uh, Donovan Donovan Smith uh, was the biggest need for the Bucks, in my opinion. So I looked at offensive line; it was a very close second. I went defensive line because I know that you've got you know. Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, and Devin White to help out with that whole thing. You're telling me Vita Vea is surrounded by Benning, Puntue, and Patrick O'Connor? I think well, they, I, have, I think, they have William Golston there that they're going to resign, and then they have Joe Joe Tryon as well on the uh, on the defensive line, the rookie first round pick from last year. Um, so I I actually looked at that uh, in terms of defensive line as well, but. It, to me, it didn't jump out as the biggest need, in my opinion. And also, they have two running backs on the roster. I think Keyshawn Vaughn is a nice piece. Leonard Fournette, you know, I get it, but he can't stay healthy. I think running, they only have two running backs on the roster could also help you, too. Like, just grab another one. Picking up depth would be okay. I, uh, I'm i curious to see, and this is all speculation going forward, and we're still six, seven months out, but... I'm curious to see if Saquon Barkley is on the trade uh, block early next year. That might be a guy that you pick up to pair with Leonard Fournette. Keyshawn oh, Vaughn, Keyshawn Vaughn is help. fine, but Keyshawn Vaughn's obviously good enough that they let Ronald Jones go. 
Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn. Was he from Vanderbilt? That's the one that Skip Bellis likes. Yep. Yep. Good. Good. Uh, good read. Little lightning bolt guy. Um, biggest needs for the NFC West champions, and well, Super NFC West. That was just disrespectful. The Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. Apologies to Monica. Um, from the you get it. Um, I went with secondary. Because Eric Weddle ain't coming back. I, I, I This thing is scream secondary to me. Offensive line has a little bit of holes, especially since the old man left Andrew Whitworth. But I went with secondary because, I mean, they were – Jalen Ramsey is your best option right now, and even he is going to get old one day. So give me a cornerback or a safety. So I, I can get down with the secondary as well. Jalen Ramsey still a top-flight uh, cover corner. Taylor Rapp. Uh, guy, a lot of not a lot of people talked about because Eric Weddle was getting all of the love and affection, um, you know, That's during cool. that playoff run. Now they lost Darius Williams to Jacksonville, so you're talking about uh, replacing him. I think that's where my mind was at if I was going to go secondary. Um, the offensive line got an honorable mention from me because, like you said, replacing Whitworth uh, is going to be more difficult than I think they anticipate, even though he was a 40 year old offensive lineman. But I went with linebackers. I, I went with the linebacking core. To me, it seems like the weak point of the defense. The fronts, the front four and the back four last year were strong. Uh, again, if they can, if Grant Haley can replace Darius Williams, that's fine. You know that'll be okay for them or if they pick up somebody. But I thought the, uh, I know they run a three-four. I consider Leonard Floyd a down lineman, but Justin Hollins, Traven Howard, and Ernest Jones just they don't Thank do it for not. me. <laughs> yeah, they don't do it for me. So I went with linebacker here with a tip of the cap to the offensive line. I dig it. I dig it there. Um, NFC East champions for what that's worth. <laughs> the Cowboys, Dallas, America's team, supposedly. I went offensive line because you got to keep Dak healthy. Although I think defensive line needs some energy too, but I think linebackers do help that a little bit with Leighton Van Der Esch and um, Micah Parsons. But I went offensive line because they're dropping like flies. You know, I look at this defense, and I'm really like, you know, where's the weak link? I mean, they have they have two good cornerbacks. The the the, the secondary is really good. I I couldn't find a hole on defense to to say that it was the biggest need. And again, we talked about this in terms of these are the champions. These are the champions of each of their division. So we're going to be hard pressed to find biggest needs. We're nitpicking. But I went offensive line as well. Tyron Smith is not getting any younger. Zach Martin, the two big holdovers from. The glory days of DeMarco Murray running for thousands of yards and in Ezekiel Elliott as well. Lyle Collins is gone, you know, so they have, you know, they have to figure out how to retool this offensive line. And I think, you know, Jerry knows it. And I would hope Mike McCarthy knows it. Like, you know, this team, the Dallas Cowboys have had their best years with Romo or with Dak when that offensive line can protect. And I think the other backup for me, the honorable mention was picking up somebody to basically pair with Tony Pollard. Cause I think Ezekiel Elliott is just. Bleh. Oh, wow. Ezekiel is done. We're Ezekiel done with him. I'm done with him. Mm, okay. But they're, they're not done with him Cause they're stuck with a big contract. I'll take him on the Colts. I mean, if we're, we're going to be done with this disease. Zeke like that. No, if I ran the Cowboys, you could have them, but I don't run the Cowboys. Fair enough. Who was the Zeke, Cowboys? Eric? Zeke in two first for Jonathan Taylor right now. You could be Jerry Jones' son. I could be. You're absolutely right. I could be. <laughs> okay. Biggest need for the AFC North and the AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I got a shaving cream pie for this team. So I, this play, team holds a place in my heart and my <laughs> face. I'm going to go with offensive line because you got to keep beefing it up. I know they out of Lyle Collins. I, I could care less. Joe Burrow was running for his life. All playoffs, all last year. If you want him to pop his other knee out, or almost did actually, you got to go offensive line here. Keep on protecting him. So, uh, another low-hanging fruit was obviously offensive line. Yes. I mean, you saw what happened in the playoffs. But I think they did a lot to really address the offensive line. So, for me, it didn't become their biggest need, although it's still a need, and I think they will address it in the draft. Second I looked to was tight end. They lost C.J. Uzama. He's, he's going to the Jets here. Uh, Hayden, Hurst, Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Hurts just isn't it for me. So You're a big but, tight end guy. 
I am. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a huge safety blanket, especially for a guy like Joe Burrow. If the offensive line can't protect him, he's going to need to find quick routes. Joe Mixon and Hayden Hurst. However, I went with linebacker here. I yeah. don't think they have a very good linebacking core. I think that linebacking core was exposed in a couple of playoff games. Uh, Josh Jacobs mainly was able to run pretty freely against them. Uh, so I went with linebacker with a tip of the cap, obviously, to the offensive line. Um, so, yep, that's where I'm at. I mean, Marcus Bailey, Logan Wilson, and Jermaine Pratt. Case closed. Logan Wilson was okay, but you're right. Yeah, or you could replace Eli Apple. I think everybody wants that to happen, too. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Eli Apple doesn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Don't tell him. <laughs> Tennessee Titans, the tits. Um, Whoa. I'm just saying. The Tennessee Titans, the AFC South champions, for what that's worth. Um, I'm going to go with linebacker. <laughs> you know, if the Colts were the AFC champions, you, you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I know. I'm going with Still linebacker. Better. I also think wide receiver is another big thing because they did lose Julio. And although AJ Brown's nice, what? Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Um, but I told you I was tired to start the show, so I, I didn't. I held off pretty good. But I'm going with linebacker for the Titans. I think it'll help with coverage and solidify their defense as an elite defense. Give me a linebacker. So this that's a bit of a head scratcher to me, considering they brought in Zach Cunningham last year, brought in Bud Dupree in free agency, and I don't think that they're. Uh, I don't think they're very weak. Harold Landry is another. Top flight uh, linebacker, in my opinion. I think you had it right when you said wide receiver. Look, Robert Woods, when he comes back, we don't know what he's going to be. A.J. Brown's obviously incredible, but adding another – I mean, let's let's be honest. Nick Westbrook, Ikeen, however you say his name, Ikeen. Um <laughs> I love the Austin Hooper addition because um, I can't oh, think of the guy's – I can't think of the guy's name, but who was the tight end in, in Tennessee for so Jonathan? long? No, he was such a he was such a staple for so long. Delaney Walker, oh, Delaney wow. Walker, like having I think a guy he was like a fantasy that. one year that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. He was good, but that was bad. Um, <laughs> I think it's wide receiver. I think you got to get something complimented. And and the, and the Julio trade in terms of the effort or what they what they expected out of him is kind of where I'm thinking they need to be going. Jarvis Landry on this team would be a, a pretty a pretty big uh, a pretty big get in my oh, opinion. Oh, juice it, wouldn't it? Yeah, ooh, Bazinga. Uh, I think that would be an absolute awesome addition. If Robert Woods can come in and really not have to have the pressure of being a number two, and you have three wide receivers and Derrick Henry, eh, no excuses for Tannehill. Oh, Dell would love being a number two. Let me shut up. Um, Let's get to the AFC. Poop jokes. You got that one? I did get that one. AFC West, the Chiefs, the team that should have won the AFC champions. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, pie to the face. That's a good one, too. <laughs> I'm going linebacker and secondary, but I'm just going to give a little roll of dice. Pick your poison on linebacker or secondary. I went with secondary, too. Losing Tyron Matthew. Now, I know there's talks they may still try to go back and get him, but uh, Tyron Matthew's huge, and I don't think people realize that right now. So, for no. me, uh, if, they, if, if Tyron doesn't come back, that's a huge need, and I think, honestly, their biggest need. Now, Easy to say they don't have a wide receiver. I think the combination of Scantling, Schuster, Hardman, and Kelsey, this is the year that we look and see how good Patrick Mahomes really is or isn't. Oh, I mean, give none me of the, a none, break. None of these guys are Tyreek Hill. Now, they have some of the the skill sets of Tyreek Hill, but, you know, are these guys going to be the ones that say, you know, okay, where's Tyreek? Let me go find him. Again, it's not a, not a dig on Patrick Mahomes, but he's going to have to elevate and make his receivers better. We'll see. So I went secondary. Do you remember last year when people were like, oh, well, here, Mahomes isn't as great as he was? <laughs> he went bald. You I did say that. that's what I was saying. And then how'd that work out for you, pal? Uh, I missed him uh, in February. Where was he playing? Was he in SoFi? He beat Josh Allen. But he didn't beat Joe Burrow. The okay. offensive lineless Joe Burrow. <laughs> That was bad. And he threw a pretty I know bad. I had a pass rush. Call me impressed there. Threw a pretty pretty bad pick in overtime and had a pretty bad series of events uh, in the, at the end of the first half there. So, that was uh, good. Uh, we'll Bills see. Mafia ready to get assassinated by Bills fans. I'm I'm going offensive line, but I, I wide receiver is also one that I looked at as well. Because mm. Stephon Diggs, okay, and 
And the guy who had four touchdown catches in a playoff game, Gabriel Davis. Oh, right. That's what we're like. Thank you, Gabe Davis. You're I know you're a UCF guy, but come on, dude. Come on. Dude, he's he's elevating. I mean, I think honestly, I think they're they're just as good in that position. And Gabriel Davis would be just as fine as Emmanuel Sanders was last year. And I think Jamison Crowder will be just as good, oh. if not better, than Cole Beasley. I, I mean, Jamison Crowder is the ultimate slot receiver. He's one of my favorite slot receivers. Uh, finally getting on a team to get his justice. I think Jamison Crowder is going to be a name you look out for next year. Sam um, did not like Jamison Crowder. No, he did not. Neither did Zach Wilson, apparently. <laughs> you know, I looked at this team. Uh, the defense is solid from top to no, bottom. You, you could argue maybe getting another cornerback. But ultimately, I went with running back. Yeah, I've I've just keep yawning. Go ahead, keep talking. <laughs> now you're making me yawn. <laughs> I went with running back. Look, I know Devin Singletary had a couple of nice games at the end there. Zach Moss can't stay healthy. Duke Johnson's a, a, a receiving threat. Go find yourself a running back. Now it's obviously easier said than done, but I think the biggest need is is a running game. Josh Allen running for his life. Sean McDermott already said he wants Josh Allen to run less. Well, then find you someone who can who he can hand it off to consistently. Right. You know, so Chiefs could actually have used a little, used a running back too, considering Sir Fumble Lot was back there. Yeah, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is back there. They signed Ronald Jones, so that would be an interesting signing. That one to me could be an interesting signing. Receiving back. Ronald Jones? He can receive, can he? He can, but he's more of a of a runner. Wow. All right, good. Um, we come back. Um, hopefully we're gonna be awake on the other side. Don't forget to go to MikeAndDrop.com and click this link logo. Aaron's gonna make you some money because he's hot again. Talking about golf. <laughs> right back to the AM Drive on Twilight Sports. We'll wrap it up next. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap. Because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries... Get a TV. Even purchase your favorite soda. But wait. Do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks.
breaking news here to the Aaron Drive. Courtesy really Aaron, but I mean it's, it's with me. So um and ESPN too. Whatever. The fact is the Saints have signed Andy Dalton, who keeps on finding job after job after job. Congratulations to Andy Dalton. Um they also have moved Taysom Hill to tight end. Uh-oh, which means that money he was gonna make. Sorry. Not as much of it. Yeah. Now this good idea for the Saints. So I'm signing that contract, huh? It looks like uh, it worked out. Probably didn't work out exactly as they wanted it to, but it worked out exactly as they planned it to. Because if it did fall on its face, guys only making ten million a year is not so bad. Right. Hump day. <laughs> it's been a great hump day here, and we are presented by Vice Golf. The best balls are the lowest price ship right to your door. Vice Golf is clearly changing the game. They've already changed the game. What are you waiting for? Pick up your balls today. <laughs> Bazinga. You're right. Vice Golf and AM Drive is a what? It's a hole-in-one. Darn sure is. Give me some hole-in-one bets for this Valero Texas Open and tell me why we should tell you. So last week we went 3-0 and on our matchups that we, that we did publicly. We ended up finishing 7-1 and in matchups that I ended up betting, um, including the Scotty Scheffler over Kevin Kisner, which was a beatdown uh, over my boy Kiz there. But uh, this is a light week. I, I mean, you can obviously we want you to tail and make some money, but this is a light week. Next week is the Masters, Augusta. We have Tiger maybe back on the prowl. So we're going to take it light this week, save all our money to light on fire next week. Uh, two futures bets. We have Jordan Spieth to repeat as the Valero Texas Open champion at 15 to 1. And then we have a long shot from a guy who's not playing golf well at all, but played plays well at this course. Brendan Todd is 150 to 1. We're gonna take a long shot with that one as well. Um, we have two matchup bets: Chris Kirk over Adam Hadwin at minus 130, and Matt Kuchar over Jason Day at even money. Kuchar's a big Texas guy as well. Uh, but light action this week. Expect a full slate of Masters degeneracy coming to you next Wednesday. And we may have a special guest that's going to join us to talk Masters as well. Tony. Tony. <laughs> it's not Tony Johnson. Oh, uh, come on. But it is another professional golf better here in Vegas. I was looking forward to taking the, the, the show off. You know, so. maybe, Well, maybe we can have Tony for uh, another, oh, another oh, show. Oh, Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, maybe you can take a show off. Take a week off. You know what? I'll, I'll take a week off, Mike. No. That's so bad. Um, there's a tiger lurking. I have a tiger in me to the night. Um, he played 18 holes right here in my backyard at the Augusta National. It's like an hour and a half, two hours away. But if I would have known that, I probably would have gone in there and snuck around and I see me a tiger. If you can get onto the grounds at Augusta National, I will be thoroughly thoroughly impressed why it's a very private exclusive club and you've got to have tickets or clearance to get on there so please please absolutely i dare you i double dog dare you somehow get me a picture of tiger Woods. somehow prove to me that you're on the grounds of augusta and i will forever we're not worthy to you yeah uh, tiger woods here i i love everything about this from a personal standpoint we love tiger woods we want to get him back on the course um anytime he's playing it's good for golf it's good for ratings it's good for me it's good for the guys at foreplay um the podcast which is one of the podcasts i listen to pretty regularly but if he plays i am on the fade train anything i can bet against him i am all in all in i know he loves augusta it's the site of his last championship this guy is not ready to play to play competitive golf at this stage. Sorry, he's not. Oh. So I I love Tiger Woods, but I would go down in flames betting against him if it turns out he's actually competitive. I don't see it this year. Maybe, maybe in the future. I don't I don't think he's gonna play, first of all. But if he does play, I am completely on the fade train of Tiger Woods mm. from a betting standpoint. I want him I you know, if 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 I lost all my money but he won the Masters, that's the only thing I'd be okay with. I but really he's not going to win. He's not going to win the Masters. He's not going to win the Masters. He's not. Not. He's not winning the Masters. He's earned. You're just guaranteeing it. This I, is can good. I will. I will take a. I will take a pie to the face if he Woo-hoo! wins the Masters. A shaving cream pie. I don't want a regular pie. I have to look at Masters odds, right? I'm curious to see what they've even got him at. 
<laughs> Tiger Woods to win the Masters, sixty to one on William Hill. That's terrible. Don't wouldn't even touch it. Wouldn't even touch it. Mm. Pie in the face. Hundred percent. If Tiger Woods wins the Masters, I will take a spaghetti and meatball pie to the face. You love? Come on, stop that. Okay, fine. Shaving cream. You can't shaving eat shaving cream. cream. Yeah, so I don't want. Oh, I'll give you spaghetti. Let me do spaghetti and meatballs. I'll give you a nice dinner, breakfast, <laughs> if whatever. He, if he wins, I'm gonna need to have my wife cook spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> take us home. We're out of time. All right, that's going to do it here for this home day edition of the AM Drive here. We appreciate all of your support. You're tuning in, supporting the, the uh, sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com, right above Mike's head. And, of course, the socials at AM Drive TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok. But don't forget, the most important thing is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube.com, search AM Drive with Mike and Aaron, and you will find us there. The thumbnail game is fire. Don't ask Mike. He'll, or ask Mike. He'll tell you. But uh, we'll be back with an NLL Thursday and previewing Villanova as one of the Mm. final four participants. Are they a contender against Kansas? Have to find out tomorrow. But we will be back to talk about it 10 a.m. Eastern time on NLL Thursday. We are out. Drive safe.